Sources is a podcast made by women for women. We talk with a wide variety of experts, ranging from a sex therapist to the CDC and everywhere in between to bring you the stories you're only going to hear here. Our goal is to entertain and educate because it's more clear now than ever just how much we as women are doing as parents, as spouses, employees, just as everything. Don't miss out on being in the know. Subscribe to Soul Source wherever you listen to podcasts today. Leave us a review too, because this part's really important. When you leave those reviews, that's how we're able to continue bringing you the content you love each and every week. So buckle up, Soul Source Society, because we're about to get started. Hello, Soul Source Society. You have Katie here, and I have Tracy right next to me. Hi. Um, we do want to warn you that today's episode is pretty heavy. Um, it's heavy in that we're going to be talking about a pretty emotional topic um, and one that probably isn't talked about as much as it should be. Um, we're going to be talking about eating disorders today. Yeah, Raquel recently talked with Dr. Christina Castanini. She is a certified eating disorder specialist. That episode is coming up next Monday, but Katie and I had a chance to hear their conversation in advance. And because this is such an important topic, we wanted to sit down and talk about it too. Yeah. Um, and it's not an easy thing to talk about. I think, no. <laughs> I think when we, when we kind of mentioned that we were going to sit down and talk about it, we were both kind of like, Ooh, what, what are we going to, what, what even, where do you start? Um, and, and I think that's, that's why it is important to actually get it out there because it's not talked about enough and it, ought, it, like, it makes you uncomfortable mm-hmm. even thinking about it because it's such a struggle that many, many, many people go through. Um, and from what we heard from Dr. Christina Castanini is that a lot of times people are struggling and you would have no idea. And I think that was, that was the most shocking thing to me when, when I was hearing her explain her experiences with her patients. Um, because like Tracy, what do you think of when you hear an eating disorder or what, who someone like what someone would look like if they had an eating disorder? Yeah. That's immediately what my, my mind jumps to is an image of a person and, and honestly an image of a woman. It, I don't, really tend to um, correlate men to eating disorders. Um, So women, I picture uh, uh, just very, very thin, um, but like uh, almost not even, my mind doesn't go to unhealthy looking, but just very skinny, very thin, very almost like, you know, that, that picture perfect body. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. I always think of, I think when I hear the, the term like eating disorder, I think of anorexia and bulimia. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things that come to same. my mind first. And I always go back to, you know, what, you know, people see in celebrities and on social media that they want that society expectation women of being really, really thin. And so you see people skipping meals or hear about people purging meals. And that's, that is my whole experience of what I would think an eating disorder would be. Um, Same. Yeah. And honestly, I don't even know, you know, you mentioned anorexia, bulimia. I don't know that I could name more or other types of eating disorders. So yeah, and I think that's why when I was listening to um, Dr. Castanini talk about this, that's where I really realized in and of myself that I don't know enough about this. I could be talking to someone who has disordered eating 
um, without any idea about it because it didn't fit my perception of what that would be. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. even think about it um, because she even mentioned that a lot of times eating disorders can kind of disguise themselves as diets. So you could have a, that, that healthy friend, um, very, very conscious of what they're eating, always going on this diet or that diet, and they're not skipping meals. Um, they're not purging to my knowledge, but it, it's those diets that in and of themselves can be harmful um, that you wouldn't know otherwise. And I think that's where she was starting to drive home the point that disordered eating is really a relationship with food and that can come in a lot of different forms um and so i i would say like i've never i've never had like disordered eating um i wouldn't really know how to classify my relationship with food but that relationship everyone has like that different relationship with food and that's why it can take so many different mm, images i guess Um, And me and you, we've been talking a lot about how like we're trying to change our diets a little bit in the last month. (laughs) Um, And so it's like it's always on on our mind. But I would say our relationship with food is relatively healthy. It's it's definitely more of like a I just bought this giant water bottle to sit on my desk because I want to be drinking more water and I want to like not eat processed and junk foods and and that type of stuff so that's where my mind goes but um yeah like a healthier mental shift I think for both of us but at the same time I can I can see how and I will admit for myself in my um journey to try to lose some weight right because I feel like it's not an excuse anymore to have uh to blame the two-year-old <laughs> for, for how I, I feel about my body. But I will say, like, I am obsessed with weighing myself. And that's sure. not really um, an always good indicator of how, like, I think a better indicator for myself is, like, at night I have so much more energy. I feel so much better because I'm eating better, because I'm taking time for myself to exercise, because I'm doing, like, the right things. But at the same time, every morning, I'm like, I want to see if I lost a couple of pounds. And that that I can see how, you know, when you say that a diet can, you know, look on the outside healthy, but on the backside not be as healthy as it is perceived, I can understand that in a small, small scale. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And I think the... I guess I don't know if scary is the right word, but um, I I think it is a little bit scary to think about how quickly that relationship with food can turn to be this really unhealthy view of it. Because maybe you started on this diet or this change in your eating habits with great intentions, but Mm -hmm. then it becomes a little bit more obsessive and it can turn on a dime so quickly. And I also think not even necessarily, maybe you're someone who doesn't want to lose weight. Like I'm, I'm not someone who weighs myself. I'm not looking to lose weight. However, I see in myself this really, really, this need to control things. And I've always had that. Interesting. Um, So like when we think about, um, like COVID hit us all. I feel like we talk about COVID in every single episode, but it's, it's the ever present life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like COVID hit, I know for myself, like this year, I've been having a lot of health problems and everything together just makes you feel really, really helpless. 
and Mm -hmm. you have this need to just control something in your life and so for me that was like a well i drinking more water and having this goal of drinking like this jug of water at work and then going home and drinking this other jug at home is a healthy choice but it's coming from a place of a I want to be able to control something and that is something easy that I can control and put my mind to. Um, And and I've had things like that in the past where it's like, you know, maybe um, this is a little bit deeper, so I apologize. But um, like when I was a teenager, I would have, you know, a few friends who passed away in a car accident. And ever since then, I my way of coping was that I needed to drive. I needed to drive everywhere and I wouldn't get into a car unless I was the person driving because I needed that control. And so for me, that's always been a part of my personality. That's how I've coped with things. And so it's never really transferred into my food intake. I've never had disordered eating for a need of sense, a sense of control, but I feel like I can relate to those with disordered eating who is doing it for a sense of control. Um, and, and then once you get into it, it's really, really hard to snap out of it. Um, Dr. Castanini mentioned that disordered eating is really, really related to other things like depression and anxiety sure. and things like that. And those things you can't just like switch on and off. So once you once that relationship with food switches into that unhealthy yeah. look of it, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to just stop and it really becomes an actual illness. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's more than just a, you know, I want to look this way. It is a, um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's hard for me, I will say, because I don't, I've never experienced it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so for me to, to say, oh, I understand, I get it. Like, I don't, I don't have that personal experience, um, but to be, you know, to see, like, I, I truly believe it isn't, it isn't just a, well, I want to look a different way, right? It, it, it truly is a sickness and some, something that, that people really do need help yeah. with to cope with and to overcome, truly. Yeah. To break that cycle for themselves. Yeah, 100%. I think that's... I, I think that's why I really wanted to sit down with you and kind of mm-hmm. talk more about it leading into um, next week's episode where Raquel does talk with Dr. Castanini because that was a really eye-opening thing to me where I could be talking to anyone mm-hmm. um, without realizing their struggle underneath. And you never want to say the wrong thing Mm -hmm. what if there's trigger words that i don't even like realize she taught me a lot and and things that i wouldn't have even thought of interesting and isn't that so true for so much more than eating disorders too right i mean i think that's just a gentle reminder to everyone that we don't know what everyone's going through and to be kind in our words and and kind in our actions because it it's it's tough there's a lot of tough out there right on a lot of levels yeah, so we we really do hope you all tune in for next week's episode. And if you don't have disordered eating, um, maybe you do know someone around you who does, or or you or you don't, or maybe you're you're like me who truly, honestly, without I have no experience of it. Um, but take that time to really learn because you you may be interacting with someone who who is experiencing this. Yeah, exactly. Um, Dr. 
Christina Castanini. She provides really thoughtful insights and she does go into how you can talk to someone you may have concerns with so that you don't say the wrong thing. She provides that education on different trigger words and a different way of thinking when you're speaking with someone so that maybe if you do have a concern, you're not necessarily bringing up the food aspect, but you're really touching in on the what's that deeper issue? Is there anxiety? Is there depression? Is there um, a sense of control? And maybe you connect with them that way rather Mm -hmm. than focusing it on the food because that can often make it worse. And that's no one wants to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And in the meantime, if you are looking for some information, um, Dr. Christina Castaney has her own podcast. So yeah. a podcaster joining us on our, our podcast. Um, <laughs> her podcast is called Behind the Bite. Uh, you can check it out for more info from her and then other professionals too on this topic. So really, really good, informative stuff coming up next week. Absolutely. Until next time. Thank you for listening. And if you want to hear more Soul Source, just subscribe to our show. We're available wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can watch us too. We're on YouTube. Just look for Soul Source. Soul Source is brought to you by Red Shoes Inc., a leading agency specializing in crisis and strategic communications, media relations, social media, and so much more. To learn more about Soul Source and Red Shoes, visit us at redshoesinc.com.